0: Welcome to Rhema for Today.
1: And so the Lord said to me, the money you need, the material things you need, are there in the earth. And it's not me that's withholding from you. It's not me that's withholding from your children in that your little children don't have adequate food to eat, the right kind of diet, or clothes to wear. You don't have an adequate house to live in. No, I made provision that if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. No, it's not me. He said, it's Satan that's withholding from you. Satan is the one that's to blame. See, you've got to deal with the devil. And if you never get to the place that you can deal with the devil, you'll never make it very far in this Christian life.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now. Let's join Kenneth E. Hagen with today's message.
1: If you be willing and obedient, I'm, I'm bringing that scripture to him. See, pleading my case. If you be willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. Well, now that's just an expression, a symbolic expression. You see, when he said you'll eat the good of the land, that means you know you'll have plenty to eat. Eat the good, wear the good, drive the good, live in the good. I ain't got nothing to drive. Very few clothes. We're living in a three-room, not three-bedroom, three-room apartment. Three-room apartment. That's what we're living in. And when I come home, you see, well, well, uh, Ken don't have any place to sleep. He's got a away, He sleeps in the kitchen or out on the back porch if the weather's good. Three rooms. That's not eating the good of the land, folks. I call that to the Lord's attention. My, my, My children... I said to him my children are not adequately clothed that's not eating the good of the land in fact they're not even eating they don't have the right things to eat they're not eating good because we, we just don't have it and I did what you said do I wouldn't have left look look how much better I'd have been off back there if I'd have stayed in the church we were eating good best we ever ate best parsonage we ever lived in most comfortable we ever were had the most money we ever had the church was in good order and you said go and I went. And the third day of my praying and fasting, in the afternoon the Lord said to me, read that verse again. I read it, if you be willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. I said, now Lord, I obeyed you. I'm sure not eating the good of the land. He said, read that verse again. I read it, if you be willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. I'm sure not eating the good of the land. And you said it and I'm expecting to, but I'm not, how come? He said, the reason you're not eating the good of the lambs is because you don't qualify. <laughs> I, I, I grabbed my stomach. It just felt to me, if somebody ever comes to you and wasn't expecting to just, just hit you in the stomach with their fist, you know how it hurts? I mean, I hurt in here in my spirit, just like he'd hit me in the stomach with his fist. I said, I grabbed my stomach said, Lord, you, you hit me in a low blow. What do you mean? I don't qualify. You said right here if you be willing and obedient, and I obeyed you. Yeah, he said you obeyed me, but did you notice the word willing there? You weren't willing. You're still talking about if I'd have stayed there. I wish there's a back there. Sort of like those folks you who know, don't come out of Egypt. We might as well be back there. Now, don't tell me that it uh, takes a long, drawn-out order for you to get willing i know that you're not any more hard-headed than me and if you don't believe that you ask my wife i'll tell you it didn't take me 10 seconds because i saw it he already said you're obedient all you got to do is get with it, and then you're going to eat the good i made a little adjustment down here on the inside of me just a little adjustment didn't take me 10 seconds I made a little adjustment down here in, inside me, in my spirit, and I said to him, now, Lord, I'm willing. I know I'm willing. You know I'm willing. The devil knows I'm willing. I'm ready now to eat the good of the land. Glory to God. But you see, he still had to correct my thinking because, you see, we've been a lot of times uh, actually been religiously brainwashed instead of the New Testament taught. Amen. We've been influenced by what others said. Well, I don't want anything of this world's goods as though there's something wrong with this world's goods, you see. No, I don't want any of this world's goods. Well, now, we're not of the world. Talking about the Greek word here is world system. We're not the world system. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. I don't want any of this world's goods. But the Lord said to me, go back to the book of beginnings see he knew he had to change my thinking for my believing to get right go back he said to the book of beginnings well i knew what he meant when he said go back to the book of beginnings that's the book of genesis and he said i made the world and the fullness thereof and he said you remember in the 50th psalm psalm 50 verse 12 said the world is mine The world is mine, and the fullness thereof. In that same 50th Psalm, in the 10th verse, it said, The cattle of a thousand hills are the Lord's. Haggai, the second chapter, he reminded me of all these verses. The 8th verse said, God said, The silver is mine, the gold is mine. He said, I created all of these things. I created the world and the fullness thereof. The silver and the gold. The cattle of a thousand hills. Now for whom do you think I created all of those things? The devil and his crowd? No. No. I created them for my man Adam. And I said, Adam, I give you dominion. I give you dominion over all the work of my hands. In other words, I give you dominion over the world and the fullness thereof. I give you dominion over the silver and the gold. I give you dominion over the cattle of a thousand hills. Amen? Amen. But he said, Adam committed high treason. And I never saw this like that before. You know, you knew Adam, what Adam did it, right, but you never saw it in this light. We just thought he sold us out spiritually, I think. But he said, Adam committed high treason He said to me, in one sense of the word, Adam was the God of this world because he had dominion over it. But he committed high treason and sold out to Satan, see, and he forfeited or gave into his hand that dominion. And in 2 Corinthians 4, 4, Satan is called the God of this world, isn't he? Well, he wasn't the God of this world to begin with, was he? No, he wasn't. How did he become the God of this world? By Adam committing high treason. Now he didn't have a a moral right to do that, but he had a legal right to do it and he did it. And so the Lord said to me, the money you need, the material things you need are there in the earth. And it's not me that's withholding from you. It's not me that's withholding from your children and that your little children don't have adequate food to eat, the right kind of diet or clothes to wear. You don't have an adequate house to live in no I made provision that if you're willing and obedient you'll eat the good of the land no it's not me he said it's Satan that's withholding from you Satan is the one that's to blame see you've got to deal with the devil and if you never get to the place that you can deal with the devil you'll never make it very far in this Christian life he said it's the devil that's withholding from you not me I'm not going to, see, See, he reminded me of this scripture we gave there a while ago where, he, where Jesus said, give and it'll be given unto you. He said, you notice it said, shall men give unto your bosom. Now, of course, God's behind it. Jesus is behind it. But he said, I'm not going to rain any money down from heaven. Any dollar bills or $5 bills or $10 bills or $20 bills or $50 bills or $100 bills or any kind. I'm not going to rain any money down from heaven. I don't have any American dollars up here. And if I did rain them down, they'd be counterfeit. I'm not into counterfeiting business. The money you need is down there. That's where it is. It's down there. Well, I said, uh, I, I begin to see that. Uh, wh- what am I going to do about it? How did I do it? He said, you say, first of all, he said, what you need in this financial material realm is there in this earth. These scriptures all said it belongs to me. It belongs to me because I'm the creator of the world and the fullness thereof. I'm the creator of the silver and gold. I'm the creator of a cattle of a thousand hills. But he said, uh, it's not in my possession because I turned it over to Adam and gave it to him. It is in his possession. He turned it over to the devil and it's in the devil's possession. You see how we've been brainwashed? You know, out in the world, let me, let me take a little side thought here, and I'll get back to what he said to him. In the world, you know, you got you got a got a beer joint, and a honky-tonk, and they buy a neon sign, put it out front, you know. You want to be out, buy a neon sign for the church. Oh, no, we don't want to spend that money. And folks in the world, you know, they can just, you know, whatever kind of a dive it is, you know gambling, casinos, dress it up, just the very best of everything inside and outside. But no, when it comes to the things of God, you see, because God is so poor and don't have anything, we won't act like him. No, you see, the devil's crowd He didn't give all that for the devil and his crowd. All that's here for us. Amen. Put your claim in. Put your claim in. He said to me, claim whatever it is that you need. Well, I remembered, you know, I was struggling. I was behind. You see, like I said, you know you're behind. You got, you got these three notes at these three different banks. And you're still not making it. That's how far behind you are financially. He said, and, and you see, it, uh, claim, he said, whatever you need or whatever you want. Never will forget it. Came as a real revelation to me. Never heard anybody preach it. I'm talking about January 1950. Never heard of such a thing. But thank God, I know when He's talking to me. And, and and I said, well, now wait a minute, wait a minute. He, claim, whatever I need, now, I can see that, you know, just just barely meet your needs, you know, just barely get by. You know, I could get by with just one pair of pants. Could get by with just one pair of shoes. I could get by if I had to with a worn-out toothbrush. have <laughs> to buy new, and I could get by with it for a little while long, you know, just barely scrape by. But wait a minute, I said, Lord, you said, you know, and I I know that, you know, uh, claim whatever you need and whatever you want. You know, if you're really saved, you're not going to want a bunch of junk.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's very special offer. First in this offer is the mini-book by Kenneth Hagin entitled The Past Tense of God's Word. Also there is another mini-book by Kenneth E. Hagin entitled A Better Covenant. And last but not least the three CD set from Kenneth E. Hagin redeemed from poverty, sickness and spiritual death. All this for $16.95. That's $7.95 off the retail price. Seven four one five zero. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today, and become a part of Rama for today. Now, let's join Craig Hagen and Denise Hagen Birds.
1: Also, we have Rama Bible Training College Spring Weekend coming up April thirteenth through fifteenth. This is a great way to come on the campus here at Rama Bible Training College it, get to go to classes talk with the dean, talk with instructors, just have a great time and you get to find out what Rhema Bible Training College is all about and if God is calling you here to fulfill a divine destiny
0: Tomorrow on Rhema for Today we'll continue Brother Hagen's life-changing teaching on redeemed from poverty, sickness and spiritual death That's next time on Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.